Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to In Between Rounds with Gabe and Botch. That is us, the filthy casuals of MMA. <laughs> it's actually it's actually our one-week anniversary. One-week <laughs> friendship uh-huh. anniversary. Do you want to tell people how Absolutely. this came to be? Yeah, Absolutely. go for it, man. <laughs> it's the, first of all, it's the bromance of the year. 110% <laughs> bromance of the year. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Best friends for life. This is it. Ride or die. This is what well, Vin Diesel was talking week. about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zero to 100, man. Zero to, Zero 100. to 100. Um, family. But yeah, how we met, how we mm-hmm. met, funny story. Well, actually not that funny. Um, but for those of you who don't know who I am, which is pretty much everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have more IG followers than I do, my dude. So Those are all paid. Just yeah, like, I knew it. That's organic. That's organic. <laughs> um but yeah, so I am talent success at shoutout.com, which is a celebrity greeting platform. So shameless plug. If you mm-hmm. go on the website, you can purchase a personal greeting from your favorite celebrity. Excellent and, service. Yes. And last week I hit Potch up. I hit you up via Facebook, was it right? Yeah, on my page. I was like, on your yeah, page. Sure. Check out his page, by the way. Uh, Um, yeah, so I hit him up. He replied right away and we had a meeting exactly one week ago about shout out, which lasted for about 15 minutes. (laughs) That's true. You know, like it was a yes, right off the bat, Mm -hmm. you know, a little bit of foreplay. Yeah. A little bit of the tease in here. I I said yes, right away. You know, I I felt it was good. That's how I like it. Yeah. But the call lasted for an hour 30. It did. Do you it remember did. the first question I asked you? You know, I don't actually. No, you don't? I don't. I was like, I think we, something came up about MMA. And then I asked you, hey, so do you think Khabib's the GOAT? Because like, I think it, it was hot off the heels oh, of yes. Khabib winning. And then you just came, hey, okay. And then you like rolled up your sleeves, you cracked your knuckles. <laughs> Let me tell you something about John Jones. Did someone forget <laughs> yeah, how many successful wins? And then from then on, ladies and gentlemen, it was just, we didn't stop talking about MMA. <laughs> How, how, how did we start talking about MMA in the first place? Oh, because I asked you, mm-hmm. like, how you started your podcast. Oh. Right? And I was like, I want to start my own mm-hmm. about MMA. And your face just lit up like I told you, you won the lottery. I know. I was like, this guy? Is he the one? Do I, do I, do I bring up? <laughs> do I put a ring on it? <laughs> <laughs> do I bring up some MMA topics now? Because it won't stop. And true enough, it didn't. Like, I almost missed lunch. Because yeah. I kept talking, we just kept exchanging back and forth. And from then on, it just started from like, yeah, you know what? Let's talk about this, this, this. Then like, should we start a podcast? Did we just Absolutely. become best friends? I think we just did. We did. Uh, Fastest formation of best friendship in the history of ever. Ever. And, and all thanks to MMA. And, and that's MMA. how it just steamrolled from there. We, we started talking about formats. We started making logos. We just made a logo last night. And yes, we, we settled did. on name in between rounds. And I remember we had some funny names coming out, like the MMA Power Hour or, or Ground and Pound. Ground and Pound. Uh, just recently, I Poke. <laughs> I Poke. I Poke Podcast. Yeah. Or um, I remember we had like a lot, but I liked in between rounds because I think it solidifies. You know, especially like I, I love I don't like talking to friends when we're watching or like my family when the round is happening. I like yeah. talking at, like in between rounds yeah. and. As filthy casuals, that's the best you could do because you also like. He, I don't know. I love. I love hearing the banter of the coach to the uh, to the fighter. Yeah. One of my favorite ones, and this is what I want to share with you, is Greg Jackson, what he said to GSP when he went against Tiago Alves because GSP was like, "I think I tore my groin," and then Greg Jackson was like, "I don't care. Hit him with your groin." <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I didn't even know Greg Jackson gave that kind of advice. He did. He was just like. Okay, sit down, Mr. St. Pierre. He was acting all calm and collected. I yeah. hope this is Greg Jackson. Yeah, that was the welterweight defense he had long ago. And then I remember I was watching it on balls or something. And then I heard that on TV. I'm like, did he just say hit him with his groin? And then Joe That's insane. Like, yeah, he did. So Wait, was it? I thought his coach was Faraz Ahabi. Or was that like after uh, Greg Jackson? At- I think it was it was he was still in the Greg Jackson like camp ish because for I, I don't know Faraz Ahabi was his corner man at that fight it was it was quite funny so okay. but yeah actually yeah now thinking about it I want to watch it back and see where Faraz Ahabi was probably should fight. 
probably mm-hmm. should. But just Price to go back on the name, dude, like, mm-hmm. as soon as you, you hit me with that name, I was like, that's the one. Mm-hmm. That's the what? One. <laughs> that's the one. That's, that's the, one. the one. That's it. That's <laughs> it. That's 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 it. That's it right there. That's the winner. That's the winner. <laughs> I have a Here question. When it, when it comes to, you said that you wanted to do this solo. How did you envision it? Like, you just give thought pieces? You had you needed someone to bounce off of? Because I've never asked you this, actually. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Actually, yeah, I was thinking about just doing, like, sharing my thoughts mm. for, like, 30 minutes tops. Mm. Because, like, I don't think I could talk for an hour straight right. about, like, just me. Mm. I mean, I could force it, but it wouldn't be as fun as, let's mm. say, talking to someone like you. That's why. That's probably why, like, I never got off the ground. But then last week I met someone. Oh, <laughs> sparks flew. And there here we are. And here yeah. we go. <laughs> <laughs> the soundbite artist himself. And it's all over. We should probably try and get, imagine if we get Mike Goldberg Michael, to do the oh, intro for the podcast. That would be dope. You know, like, I feel like that's possible. You think? I would love to have him. He's the soundbite guy. He's the goat when it comes to soundbites. And he's so good at timing it as well. And just yeah. like that. Even when he times it to the referee waves. <laughs> like, wow, he's so good. But yeah, that was one of the topics we talked about when we first yeah. met. Because we were asking, who's your go-to commentator? Mike Goldberg was the standard. But when he John was... Anik came in yeah. and you saw how Joe Rogan was a lot more fluid with him. Probably because yeah. John Anik's a big professional. Like, it was good. Then you got he kind of sent... <laughs> you see the holes in uh, Mike Goldberg's game. Yeah. Especially, it's hard to be a rock star. Like, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with being a rock star. Ronda Rousey's getting beat up. <laughs> oh, man. I love Mike Goldberg, though, dude. I, I love He's Mike dope. Goldberg. He's you dope. know, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try and get him. I'm going to try and get him for the. Hey, whoever's whoever's listening, you two viewers out there, like, <laughs> if you have connections to Mike Goldberg, please let us know. He's a, yeah. If you know Mike big, Goldberg, we're a big fan. Please let us know. Mm-hmm. Hit us up true. via our email, which hasn't been made yet, but it will be by the time you listen to this. Very true. Very true. So, uh, you know what? Let's we're filthy casuals. Let's give our our pedigree or our resume with how we or became, AKA the and, worst kinds of fans. Yeah, the, we're the, the very entitled yet. <laughs> Uh, we have a lot Twitter, of Twitter warriors. <laughs> I don't think Khabib should be the go. Uh, yeah, that's us. That's us. But no, in all seriousness, like we all do respect. Connor wins the rematch, bro. All <laughs> he <laughs> Ollie just needs to do is hit him with that left. All all he needs all that it takes, left. All it takes is one, bro. One 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 punch. That's all he needs. But in all seriousness, we want to start this podcast off on a, on a good note that, you know what, MMA is for everyone. Yes. And we don't want to gatekeep. We're filthy casuals. We'd love to hear feedback or whatever opinions you guys have. We have opinions as well, and we'd love to share them in a very respectable way and just share the love of MMA. So, Gabe, if I may ask, how did you start out with MMA or UFC question. in general? I love mm-hmm. this question. But okay. yes, first of all, everyone's welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to gatekeep at all. We're we are not casuals. experts. Mm-hmm. But if you don't like Conor McGregor, I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> if you think Khabib is a goat, those are like fighting words. <laughs> They're fighting words. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can like whoever you want. Just don't yeah. tell me. <laughs> you can tell me. Don't worry. I'm, I'm, I'm hashtag Team McGregor forever. Forever. I'll, 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 that opinion will change, sir. Don't worry. We're gonna get to that topic. But yeah, let's we're gonna get, get to, to that topic. L- but let's I, talk about how you started out. Yeah, but when I tell you why I'm Team McGregor forever, you're gonna be like, okay, yeah, there's no oh, way around that. I'll respect that. it. I'll yeah. respect it. Yeah, you're okay. gonna be like, okay, you know what? Not gonna Thanks. ask. All right. Okay. okay. So yeah. how I got into MMA is actually kind of a super, super, I guess, strange story. Okay. Because I used to casually watch UFC, not really follow it, not really check out like Bleacher Report or MMA fighting didn't really watch any YouTube videos, watched like a few embedded episodes here and there. Uh, for those of you who don't know who, what embedded is, it's kind of like UFC's mini documentary mm. that is like a lead up to major pay-per-views on the UFC YouTube channel. But I would only watch if it was either John Jones, GSP, or Anderson Silva. The so the definition of may, maybe, oh, maybe, oh. maybe. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get but, to that. Yeah, but I was a very definition of filthy casual. One hundred percent. I would only 
tune in on major pay-per-views. Didn't watch any fight nights. And during this time, I was a huge WWE fan. Oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah. I was a huge CM Punk fan. Straight Edge? Did you ever straight become Straight Edge? edge? Yeah, no, I straight it. Edge for a while. I got a t-shirt. Nice. Mm-hmm. I started using the word pipe bomb. Oh, look <laughs> at you. <laughs> I started calling him the best in the world. Dude, he was. He was the best in the world. Mm-hmm. Still okay. is. Yeah, so long story short, I followed the WWE because of CM Punk. And when he left, he announced like a few months later, right, that he joined the UFC. And that same week that he announced he was in the UFC, that weekend had a fight night Mm -hmm. with Conor McGregor versus Dennis Seaver. Oh, so So, I was like, he had a signature move, Dennis Seaver, and Conor McGregor used it. Yeah, yeah, spinning back. Yeah, yeah, spinning back. So I was like, all right, CM Punk is is in the UFC. So I'm going to start watching the UFC as religiously as I watched the WWE. And so the first fight night I decided to watch had Connor in it. And when I saw it, I completely forgot about CM Punk. And I was like, I'm a Connor (laughs) fan. When he jumped the cage, jumped the cage, and went up to this guy. I was like, who is this guy? It was Jose Aldo. Mm. And ever since then, I was like, this is the guy. This, This is my guy. You called it then and there. You're this like, is a fighter that I'm going to simp for. I know Connor it. McGregor. Oh, Connor simp. Oh, man. And I was like telling everyone like, yo, this is this guy's the next big thing. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, no. He's just talking. He's just talking how, trash. How dare he say that to the king of Rio? Exactly. King of Brazil. But yeah, that's Connor. <laughs> he's, he's the king of Brazil now, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But ever since then, man, never. Well, I've missed a few fight nights, but. You, you got the idea. Like I've watched mm-hmm. UFC religiously. Nice. Since then. But what about you? I want to know. For me, I, know I where honestly this dedication comes from. Came from it. Honestly, came from a video game. <laughs> I bought the really? first UFC game. Yeah, I remember the champs because in the weight classes, you see the champs there. It was the era of BJ Penn, GSP, Forrest uh, Anderson Silva, or no, it was yeah Anderson Silva, then Forrest Griffin. Leota Machida, and then I think Brock Lesnar, I believe. So from Ooh, there, I just Brock. I just started playing. I and then I was for some reason I picked Rich Franklin. I'm like, this guy's <laughs> great. And then in the commentary, you know, he just said like, oh, he's a he's a mad Jim Carrey. That's what Joe Rogan said. Then I started like researching. I started going back to the rivalries of GSP and BJ Penn, the super fight. Then from then on, I was so religious. I, I watched, you know, the Ultimate Fighter. I watched every MMA fighting. Uh, it's after I just want to bang, bro. Yeah, I just want to bang, bro. <laughs> just let me, let me bang. Let me bang, let me bang bro. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, just watching all that. And I remember uh, I never really got into sports, but yeah. this one I watched religiously, even more yeah. than WWE. I mean, I, I watched WWE on occasion, but this yeah. one I was so religious watching it yeah. until they took it off air. And it was kind of hard for me to like watch it religiously. I only caught glimpses on, you know, if, if Nate Diaz won against Conor McGregor yeah. or Conor McGregor fighting Jose Aldo. And then, you know, ever since this pandemic, it's honestly my sanity break. <laughs> Because this is what kind of takes me out of like the stress of the world. Yeah. And I love how Dana White was still pushing for it. I know it was a bold move. It was. And it was like, wow, they're going to do Mortal Kombat. They're going to rent out an island. Fight island. Fight. It's going to. And then my brother was saying, are they going to fight anywhere in the island? I'm like, I don't think so. I think I it's going to fight anywhere. <laughs> meet me, me no. in the back lot. Yeah. Meet me. Yeah. It's park. Boiler room brawl. Let's go. But, meet, uh, meet, meet the helipad of the Atlantis Hotel. <laughs> catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> yeah, catch me outside. How about that? Yeah. So I, I honestly, I, it's always been there in the back burner, and I've always taken inspiration whenever I. Yeah. One of my main line of business is I cast esports, especially like fighting games, yeah. and I always want to bring that type of storytelling that the UFC has has instigated in me. Like especially Mike Goldberg, Joe Rogan, John Anik, all those guys are the goats in my eyes. And you know what? That's I've always um, the only person I really talk to are some college friends of mine that jump in and out of it. Yeah. And my brother, who's a big One FC fan, and he's also a big MMA fan. So I mean, it's just ne- never heard house. of it. Never heard of it. <laughs> just joking. That promotion? I'm just joking. <laughs> Hater. Hater. Never heard of it. Just joking. I'm just kidding. 
it's all good. But yeah, uh, ever since no one's gonna like me now. Nah, it's all good. I swear. <laughs> one one week anniversary. But yeah, um, any any for so form of combat sport, especially I don't know. I just yeah. feel like the UFC, the the PR machine on it, they really know how yeah. to tell a story and hype a yeah. fight. So that's um, yeah. how I was able to get into UFC and MMA in general. You know, it's funny that you said you never really watch any sports. Neither did I. Never got into hockey, never got into NBA or football. Mm. It was really just WWE and then the UFC. I don't know if that's a good thing or because uh, I find it hard now because there's so much to watch. I, I know like if somebody watches UFC, they just think like, oh, it's just dudes like uh, pressing yeah. up against the cage. I don't know. When I see other sports, it's like there's too much variables instead yeah. of two guys in an octagon just fighting. Right. I love violence. I, I like mm. the violence. I like the I like you're the fact that they're trying fan. to take each other out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a gay pet. Yeah. Just enjoy the carnage. The carnage. Don't, don't judge it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, for I, I me, do enjoy it. For me, one of the aha moments was when I started figuring out how the ground game went. Yeah. That's when I had another level of appreciation because I, 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 I honestly, like, I was like you, like, I, I watched it, like, on occasions. I'm like, all right, I don't really know these guys. Chuck Liddell, TNTs, yeah. like, the walkouts were so long. The first UFC fighter I believe I saw was Josh Koscheck because of his hair. Yeah, like, I'm like, oh, it's Josh Koscheck. That's that's he's very memorable, and I think that era also. I feel like it was the golden era of UFC because you had fighters that are larger than life, like the mm. Chuck Liddells, the Tito Ortiz. You know, now that like the Hulk you, yeah. mm-hmm. and and now that you bring those people up, I wish that my story was different. I wish I could tell <laughs> you. I, I wish I could tell you. I became a UFC fan when I watched UFC 66 in Vegas and saw Chuck Liddell versus Tito Ortiz. And Josh nice. Koscheck versus whoever he was fighting that night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was like over my head. That's like fine. I didn't know. I, I wasn't familiar with the sport. Like it was a free ticket. Thanks, mm-hmm. Dana White. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it really was for Dana White, though. It um, was. It was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I wish. I wish I could tell you that was a night that was like, oh, this is it. This is me. But it's, it wasn't. Ooh. It wasn't. I remember watching. Um, uh or discussing with my high school buddies when it was brandon vera versus john jones and i was oh my like God, he got starched dude he did but i was like Sorry, dude brandon. he he he's gonna brandon is gonna delay the launch you watch it's the truth he's gonna he's gonna he got but, broke, like, dude he did he did he it was broke. painful to watch his orbital got broken dude oh really yeah it got shattered because of the ground and pound and i was like man john jones could be for real and i i love having those conversations and it's yeah. just like it brings me back to like, uh, you know, just talking about hypotheticals, like who would win in a fight, this guy or this guy. And I think that's what MMA or combat sport really does, that you can have these clash of titans or those big names yes. that you never thought would face off. Yes. And yeah, you can have a gay old time just talking about it. Exactly. And I, I love that there's always bad blood. Yeah. <laughs> I love it when it's personal. I love it when it's personal. You know, when there's a backstory, when there's a rivalry. What like, what screen? I know this is gonna be a potential topic, but what's what's a what's a what's a rivalry you would introduce a newbie to in UFC? Ooh, mm. ooh. we're getting there. That is a good one. Yeah, that's a potential topic, but I just want to like we still got the goat topic to talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. and like recent events. But I want to get this from you, and then I'll be able to judge if oh man of okay. taste. Okay, He's, okay. Ah, all he's right, going right. for Rashad Evans versus uh, like Rampage. <laughs> Interesting. Now, you know what? Like, actually, that's a good one. I, I would say Conor McGregor and Jose Aldo. Oh, yeah. I the would... buildup of that one was just like too entertaining to not the bu- talk about. The buildup was great, but the, I I felt so bad for Jose because of that one punch. <laughs> like, you're just saying that because you're a Connor fan. I'm a huge Connor coming... fan, dude. I'm a Jose fan. I loved him in uh, WEC. He was crazy good with his his fat lightning fast kicks. I just, yeah. man, he was just on another pre pre drug test area. Era. <laughs> <laughs> but man, it's just Connor was on another level that yeah, night. He was. He he rose to the hype, and you saw that Jose rushed in. He, that's not Jose's style. Yeah, he he was very emotional that night. He masterfully put so much pressure on Aldo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 
you know, like when Connor fought Chad Mendes, oh. I'm 110% sure Aldo thought that Mendes was going to beat him because no one had beat Mendes before mm-hmm. he fought Connor. Exactly. Aldo exactly. was the only person to beat Chad Mendes mm-hmm. in the history of Chad Mendes' career. Yeah. And then Connor freaking stops him in the second round. I believe, yeah, you know what? Jose Aldo beat Chad Mendes twice. 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 So, yeah, he was he was transcending already on that yeah, next he level. He was yeah. on that rise. For me, much. for me, what would I pick? If if you really want like OG like trash talk, I would go with Chael Sonnen versus Anderson Silva one. Because why didn't I pick that one? And it also how can I, how can I forget? That yeah, that's the OG of like he was the one that championed the trash talk. Oh my god, Sonnen versus Silva one, dude. Mm-hmm. That was dope. When he when he rocked him in the first round, everyone was like, "Oh my god, I was he's gonna get mind. it done!" Yeah, he's gonna this, get it done. And this was height of his power, Anderson yeah. Silva. You've never seen him get taken down, and he never. did it for four rounds. He never get no, never got like rocked. Mm-hmm. Never looked like he had a hard time. And Chael came in, mm-hmm. got into his head, but you know, fell a little short. Fell a little That's short. That's true. Unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, yeah. I did I want Chael to win though. Me too, but we have a conspiracy theory on that. We'll save that for another episode, but yeah. that's just what screams at my head. I know there's a lot of GSP rivalries I want to bring up too because he's actually one of the reasons I really stay <laughs> religious in the sport. Yo, George, where you at? Where you at, George? Yeah, George, where you at? I need to get fight pass now. I'm gonna I, I, dude, we're so going to get fight pass. Yo, George, where you at? Like, I, I, I think he's scared. He's, he's scared. Just dominated for 25 minutes after. Yeah, man. George, uh, he's he was... I think he was the most emotional when he faced uh, Nick D. Is it Nick? Yeah, Nick. Yeah, it was Nick. It was Nick. It was Nick. Mm-hmm. But the Diaz brothers, they, dude, they're such a feast to watch. Like, yeah. you, they're so good. They're such scrappers. Especially anytime a Stockton slap happens, you're like, oh, the yeah. slap. He's doing the slap. I, I think Nick Diaz is preparing for a comeback. Mm. Right? Is he? I feel I like th- he is. I hope so. I think he i think he's in a prime position to come in like dude his brother is on the meteoric rise after that fight i mean the bmf title was okay i didn't like how it ended the, the reason why i didn't fight because everybody sucked everybody like, sucked. what yeah, no gang in the three game years <laughs> there ain't no gangsters in the game son hey, ain't nobody doing like a west coast gangster i'm like yeah uh-huh. that's an epic uh-huh. call out though that was that was and i Best did call I, out best respectable call out yes. even jorge was like yes i gotta give him props to that call out yeah. and nobody wanted to fight jorge yeah. george sorry george and nobody nobody wanted that fight until nate made it a thing mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. dana was like i didn't know i wanted this fight until tonight exactly and they, you know I mean? they needed to put a title on it just to build yeah. it up even more the bmf title i mean they they, they put made a belt they did they, they made did. a whole belt they they got the rock the they number the one rock. movie superstar <laughs> to put the belt on the champ. It was it was kind of uh, a letdown with how it ended because I mean yeah. I wanted to see them scrap, but that was a really bad cut he had. Yeah, I mean like Diaz brothers, they're bleeders, man. Yeah, exactly. And Nate bleeds easy, so mm-hmm. I feel like he could have continued. He could have. He could. But I think the I think result would have been the same. Yeah, he was really George was really picking him apart on the feet. And yeah. I don't know. He never, I know that he was a journeyman, but he, yeah. he never really got my attention until the fight with Till. I was like, wow. He never, he never got my attention until he punched Leon Edwards backstage. <laughs> <I did. laughs> I'm like, okay, um, now you have my attention. Yeah, on the same night. And also, like, I mean, the, I, uh, dude, I was really looking forward to seeing how uh, Ben Askren was going to come back from facing. I don't uh, like that guy. I never like Hey, that he's, guy. hey, funky. You don't like funky Askren? How dare you, sir? He could, yeah, he's, he's powerful. <laughs> That's trash talk. is like so weak. He you know what I mean? eat, eat his words a lot, but I like yeah. him. He's all right. He, he has funny trash talk and yeah, he, he was good. I, I, I honestly wanted to see how he'd fare, but it was cool that he walked yeah. away after that. Cause like he got, he, starch. He, he got starch and he didn't win uh, decisively against Robbie Lawler. No, 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 no. That was a weird, that was a weird stoppage. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, I, <laughs> it's not his fault. You're man. supposed to be the best. You were <laughs> hey, the chosen the- one. <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest, like I agree with the stoppage, even though yeah. 
Like the referee has the I best. I mean, it did look like him. he went out. It did look yeah. like he went limp. Mm-hmm. It really especially did. With, especially with Ben Askren, dude. He he's he's yeah. deceptively very strong. Yeah. Yeah. So when he was squeezing like a yeah. blood choke, like uh-oh. for me, it, it it was more like, all right, you're beating tomato cans at another promotion. And you think you're gonna? And you think you're gonna? I'm not even gonna name the other promotion anymore. And you think you're gonna come to the UFC and smash everyone? Okay, let's see, let's see. And he didn't. Well, and he didn't. I guess it just shows that the UFC still is the mag. Well, how would I say? It's the go-to place to it see is. if you're the best. Exactly. You know, other promotions tried, and you know what? They they, they just have the best. The UFC just has the best fighters. They do. You know, Dana, send us a check. Please send yeah. us a check. We're doing you we, a favor. No, actually, for this one, it, it's on the house. But you know, <laughs> we'll we'll keep praising you. But you yeah. know, it'll be nice to get a little of those UFC money because yeah, like, like you know, like we said earlier, we are filthy casuals. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, our opinion. We don't is watch very the valid. prelims. We don't watch the prelims. <laughs> <laughs> what what are prelims, bro? <laughs> prelims. What what is this? Who are these guys? What we don't watch the prelims. <laughs> <laughs> we only got Cobain in Maine. Dude, I, now that we started this podcast, I feel like we should, but it's a we should stick to what we to. know. We're not going to. We're not going to, <laughs> <laughs> not going to talk about it until we start cashing those UFC checks. Then we'll skip the prelims for now. Sorry, Dana. For now, because we got to <laughs> talk about we got to talk about what's what's the in thing, and yeah. the in thing is yeah, Habib. He's the goat. We, we the clickbait. We the clickbait. <laughs> 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 we, yeah we do and and honestly i feel like this discussion needs to come out even though like we're a little bit late on the time of the recording yeah. of this i don't know when it's going to come out i but... mean we we did say that yeah you know yeah you're right you're right i mean yeah. we just ended up talking about all sorts of stuff mm-hmm, that's true so <laughs> like out of nowhere <laughs> so let's bring it back to the goat topic because ever since khabib retired he <clears throat> people are just online saying let's that he's the goat that. let's put let's put quotes on retired I would love to hear your Gabe's hot take on this. Let's hear his TMZ take. take. Yeah, hot Hot take, take. hot take. Okay, unpopular opinion. Khabib Mm -hmm. Nurmagomedov. That's a hard last name to pronounce. Yeah, it's a hard. That's how we have to pronounce. A filthy casual pronounces it like us. Or Habib. Or Khabib, the eagle. How does Joey Diaz say Khabib? I think he says kebab. (laughs) I think that's it. Uh, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, back to back to the central topic. Mm-hmm. I don't think Khabib is a goat at all. How dare you, sir? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. because for one reason and one reason alone, that's right. because the goat already exists, and his name is Artem Lobov. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> <laughs> like, the hammer the russian <laughs> hammer name name me another ufc fighter that has beat Pauli manaji in a bare knuckle fight name me another one are you There's serious only one. <laughs> it's, it's, artem. it's just artem you're really gonna go with this one <laughs> name me name me another fighter that has more sparring rounds in with conor mcgregor than artem lobov Okay. All right. You got me there. You got me off guard. I was not ready to pull up. I got to pull him up now and just try to combat his yeah, record. Check, check out Artem Lobov, dude. <laughs> check, out, check him out, dude. He's the, he's, he's the real GOAT. Um, and, and what standard, though? <laughs> in bare knuckles. In bare knuckles, in minutes with Conor McGregor in the octagon. He's, he's the GOAT, dude. Man, you're you're outing yourself as a huge Conor McGregor simp. Yeah, I want the whole world to know. I want the whole <laughs> world to know. Okay, um, before yeah. we open the can of worms here, yeah. let's let's talk about how we're gonna measure this okay. in this conversation. That's a good because, one. That's yeah, a good one. Sh- shout outs to Be- Beherit. Um, we found well, I found this in the forum of Sheerdog.com. Okay, so shout outs to them. Uh, so he was able to break down how people would judge the goat and first and foremost would be strength of competition strength of the division because if you can say that you top that division that's a huge tip of the hat to you right next is title defense because i mean it, it follows in that succeeding order so the top one strength of competition next title defense next is dominance because 
you know what? You can win some rounds. You know, John Jones with uh, his, his last three fights, he wasn't that dominant, but he's still in the GOAT conversation, right? Because he yeah. still technically won. Last and the, probably the cherry on top would be multi-division success, like double champ status. There we go. Yeah, That's just the cherry on top because mm. I feel like, look, Khabib's already in the conversation. He doesn't have double champ status, but that's just the little cherry on top. GSP was in the GOAT status. He didn't get double champ status. He came back for that, right? Yeah. So I feel like this, I don't know. Do you agree with this type of measurement though? Or you want to add any more to the conversation? I agree. I agree with it, mm-hmm. but I would like to add mm-hmm. impact to the sport mm. of MMA. Okay, you just want your boy Connor to be. In this. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we All do. Right. All right. Okay, cool. All right. We'll put that in there. We'll put that in there. So impact. All right. Talk about impact. Mm-hmm. True, and it can be good impact, like Connor pay per view buys GSP with how professional he is. You're right. Bad impact, John You're Jones. Right. Uh, right. his car impacting and i guess right like now. outside promotion conduct also yeah okay yeah how you, know you carry yourself yeah right okay because when you are a champ you do like carry the promotion on your you back. do you do you know you became you become like the the, the face mm-hmm. of the ufc true very true right all right so let's open it up uh what's your opening case here because you had a very hot take i stopped you right it's before hot. we it's hot Mm-hmm. Right before we got into it a week ago, because we're like, we got to <laughs> save we first it for the pod. Met. We got to save it for the pod, bro. When we first met a week ago. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so let's hear it. What all are right. your thoughts? Okay. So, first of all, Khabib is not the GOAT. And for, for me personally, I don't think he's the GOAT. Mm-hmm. Solely because of strength of competition. Mm. Right? Because if you look back, He's 29 and 0, right? Mm-hmm. But only, I believe, 12 of those fights are in the UFC. Unbeaten streak, yep. Right? And only six of those fights are with contenders. Mm, you could you say know? that, yeah, for sure. Because, one, I don't think Khabib has ever had a hard time, I've never okay. seen him struggle. Never but, cut, never hurt, nearly yeah, finished as well. Exactly. And I guess you could say that's because he's so good. Could. You know? But, I mean, he's never fought Tony Ferguson, who is The arguably, fight that we need to see. Exactly. The fight <laughs> that we deserve. Mm-hmm. He's never fought Tony Ferguson, who is arguably one of the best lightweights ever, who could be a nightmare matchup for Khabib. El Kukui. El Kukui. You know? mm-hmm. But it's a cursed fight. They tried yeah. to book it five times. It five. canceled five times. But yeah, for me, it's just like that. He's never really fought anyone who's like, or he's never fought anyone at the top of their game. Mm. You know, he Connor? fought Connor, mm-hmm. like a coked up Connor. <laughs> uh, coked up Connor. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I just don't feel like a sense of drive from Khabib. He never calls yep. anyone out, right? Mm-hmm. He never jumps up in weight. I mean, mm-hmm. he he's missed weight enough times for him to be like, all right, this guy could be in welterweight. This guy's probably walking at like 185. He could, yeah. So he could cut down to 170, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's probably where his strength comes from as well because like he's just a big boy on fight night because he cuts mm-hmm. so much. But yeah, I don't think Khabib is a GOAT just because he's never excited me as a fan. Mm, so that's where the impact comes in. Yeah. And okay. he's never chased the champ champ status. Never mm. really fought outside the regular roadmap to becoming a champion in the UFC. He just fought everyone who was put in front of him. Never really asked for the hardest fight. We were mm. always told that this would be the hardest fight for Khabib. But he never mm-hmm. went out and said, I want to fight this guy. I want to fight Yoel. I want to fight, yeah. Mm. I want to fight Brock Lesnar. Well, okay. Catch um, Catchweight fight. That would be crazy. Uh, <laughs> I have a question. I, yeah. I don't know. Um, I, don't, I don't recall GSP also calling that much people out when he was champ. 
Like yeah. he was just kind of going for it. I I, th- I feel like with Khabib's personality, the only person he'd call out was Connor because of yeah. how much he's trash talked and how he's yeah. able to do that. I get it. I get what you mean when you say that he's never really been put through adversity. Yeah. And I think Dana also thinks that this might be an emotional, uh, an emotional decision. I totally agree with because, that. Because with, let's say, John Jones, he left, they took the belt away. He, uh, Cejudo, triple champ, he left, they took the belt. Him, yeah. they they said, keep the belt first. Let let it rest. Your, yeah. your father just passed away. You just had an emotional victory here. Right. So You've been through so much. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and I'm going to be quoting uh, GSP here. He says mm. that the goats, he never wants, and this is, so, this is classic GSP. He's like, I don't believe in the goat status. He wants people to talk about the, I don't think he wants people to talk about the goat status because it doesn't exist. It's only these moments. But as fans, we have to talk about it because we yeah. want to know, right? But he says, yeah, you know, it could be at that night against Gagey, he was the goat. And I feel like he still has some fights in him. That's why he does. I, I feel like he can be can, in contention to be the goat. Yeah. Uh, I, I would I would agree or I would actually state out there. He has a flawless record for sure. He does. He does. Flawless is great. You know what? The, goat status, that could be a tip of the hat there. But yeah, you do have to look at strength of competition because if you look at whoever faced, like, let's say GSP, man, the welterweight division was on another level when Carlos GSP was Condit. Yeah, Nick you got, Diaz. Mm-hmm. Um, who else has he fought? You got Michael Cos- Bisping. Just kidding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Josh <laughs> got, Here, here. Great wins of GSP. BJ Penn twice. Matt BJ Penn twice. John Fish. Josh Koscheck. Jake Shields. He fought Jake Shields, dude, and he out wrestled the wrestler. Jan Hardy, Johnny Hendricks. Well, I mean, like that was very controversial. Fought the best version of Johnny Hendricks. Yeah, crazy. Uh, before the IV drip got banned, I believe. Yes, exactly. So I would say that, yeah, GSP for me would be the GOAT as of now. But Khabib yeah. still can chase it if yeah. he wants to. And I feel like, you know, he's 29. We said that that's a weird number to end Yeah. With. It's a it's, it's one more shy of thirty. Yeah, it's strange. Exactly. Will Will Tony Ferguson be the thirty? I think he should be. Tony mm-hmm. Ferguson absolutely should be. If he beats Tony Ferguson, mm-hmm. I might have to agree with you on him being in the goat discussion. What about? I I heard talks. Well, yeah, I heard talks that it's going to be Poirier versus uh, Poirier versus McGregor, and for I'm the, into in, that. probably interim, and then whoever's going to win that. Hopefully, Khabib would be interested in coming back. I'm into that. We don't know yet. I'm into that. I think Khabib would come back if Conor got the belt again. Oh, you think? Like, I got to... Is there still bad blood between them? There is, right? I mean, are they just not talking? I want to say yes, there always will be. Like, we're tight with them, right? Yeah. 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 There always will be. I know Khabib. There's too much money. I know know (laughs) Khabib. I've seen (laughs) him. I've talked to him. (laughs) All right. I have a question, though. When it comes to... uh, goat status. How about people that use PEDs? Would they still be part of the equation? Ooh, I know what you're trying to get at. I know. I know you know that. You, you know me. You know me for a week, man. Yeah. Um, picogram. Okay. It's oh. just a picogram. <laughs> it's just a little bit. Um, hey, impact. You said impact on yeah. the sport. Impact. GSP, pretty clean. Mighty Mouse, clean as a whistle. Khabib, yeah. clean as a whistle. Never connected with the fans, though. Never connected with the fans. Who, I'll Mighty say. Mouse? Yeah. Unfortunately. I'll but... never know why. I, I just won't get why. Dude, he was amazing, man. Like, pound for Even Izzy says that, dude, if we're going to talk about GOAT, don't forget about Mighty Mouse, and he's still competing. He's still I feel great. like we talked about this a little bit. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't like being told who the GOAT is, especially by the promotion. Ah, Right. You know, Joe and Dana always said after every Mighty Mouse fight, this guy's a goat, this guy's a goat, this guy's a goat. But like, I don't want to be told. I want to I'll experience. tell you, he's the goat. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I want to judge for myself. To be honest, when it comes to Mighty Mouse, the only thing knocking on him is his strength of competition. And yeah. that's a huge category, as we mentioned. Because yeah. to be honest, the dominance, he's got it. Title defenses, yeah. unquestionable. And now he's seeking greatness. And I think... I remember in an interview, he wasn't a full-time fighter. He was juggling a day job. So can you imagine how crazy this guy is? I think is? he also like, streamed I, I on Twitch. Play. He does. He's a big Street Fighter guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So 
Mighty Mouse, uh, part of the GOAT equation for me in, in my book. So you, really? I wanted to actually talk about yeah, PED users. <laughs> the TRT. Get on the juice. <laughs> well, if it's, if it's a TJ Dillashaw situation where mm. it's like clear that he cheated, then right. obviously not. Yeah. But if it's like a John Jones situation. Okay, okay. Are you simping for John Jones too? <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I, I am. Because uh, you said that you don't want to be told who the GOAT is. John Jones is saying he's the GOAT. Like, he's not letting I, his fans do it. Because I, I, I love John Jones, man. I love John Jones because How I can see you. the real him sometimes. Oh, and I like man. it. I like it. You're when he talks. Like, you just love the heels. Of the I love the heels, man. I love the bad guys, dude. Heels ah. sudden. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so if it's a John Jones situation where it's like, you know, tainted supplement, mm-hmm. minuscule amount, mm-hmm. it wasn't really clear that he cheated. I mean, he was only flagged once. Mm-hmm. Because I think the first two times were for dick pills. <laughs> yeah, gas station pills. <laughs> you know, gas station pills. <laughs> uh huh. But like now that we're talking about John Jones, yes, I think he is the GOAT. Hey, but he lost. He did the six, to, the 12, nine. What's that? By the disqualification. Elbow that, six to yeah. nine elbow. Six, six to, nine, to nine, elbow. nine elbow. Six to nine? Or Was six it six to, to nine? I think it's six to 12. Like that's the, the 12 elbow. To six. 12 to six. Yeah, it's something. It was an illegal <laughs> because the judges saw like this, this can break, like shatter like boards and stuff. Like it was a weird stoppage. And I think Dana fired that referee. Like he was like, he's never working here again. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Dana fired that referee. Matt Hamill, the only man to ever stop John Jones. <laughs> by, <laughs> by, by, from, by the ref. Mm-hmm, Being true. saved by the ref. TKO elbows and punches. Yeah. Uh, yeah illegal Ill- downward illegal elbow. Elbows. Yeah, the, yeah. The downward elbow. My bad. Yeah, it's numbered. I know. I, I'm trying to remember the name. I wish we had a Jamie. Jamie, pull that up. Jamie, pull that, that up. Pull that up. Wait, you want to know the name of the referee? Yeah. That- let me try. Uh, right. anyway, well, there's a reason why we don't know his name, right? Because he never worked in the UFC again after that. That's that's true. That's true. But yeah, John Jones for me is the goat. Mm. Is the goat. How? Because if we're looking at like who he's beaten and mm-hmm. how he's beaten them, mm-hmm. dude, it's John Jones. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm. I'm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Go go, go. 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 No, I was gonna stop searching because I wanted to say that. Uh, we we talked about yeah strength of competition right and the yeah. and the the dominance factor. GSP for me had that one question mark in his career, which was the fight against Johnny Hendricks. Yeah. Personally, I think Johnny uh, John Jones has three question marks, and it was his fight with Gustafson, his fight with um, Tiago Santos, and Dominic his Reyes. latest fight with Dominic Reyes. Because yeah. <clears throat> I think people are just catching up to him and he never really ended his, his reign as the light heavyweight champ on a high note. Right. Well, for me, I think those fights are really good focal points as to why he might be the GOAT because okay. John Jones was ruining his life outside the octagon. Right. Right. This whole time. Like he, he, he admitted that he, he was on Coke. He was on Coke. That he parties the weekend before the fight. <laughs> just just so that if he lost, he you wouldn't have to that. blame himself. Mm-hmm. Right? And when he fought Gustafson the first time, Greg Jackson confirmed that he didn't even train for that fight. Mm-hmm. Which is why it was so like razor close. Hang on. Before you know? <laughs> I think I found out who the referee was. What's it was Steve Mazagati. Okay. Man, we don't know who that is no more. I, I do, I do. He's, oh, you do? He's, he's very notorious with Dana White. He Dana White calls him like really dumb. So yeah, Steve Mazagai. <laughs> Dana White calls him like really dumb. <laughs> well, I, I'm not quoting him, but he has harsher words. Of course, the, yeah, of course, I believe it. Dana White okay. is, can get can be a little petty sometimes. That's what I love about him. That's, that's what I love about him. So about that's, I remember when he banned Ariel Helwani for like a day. <laughs> Took away his press, whatever license or whatever. Exactly. So funny. Okay, you were saying. But yeah. So he fought mm-hmm. Gustafson the first time, razor right. close, only because he didn't train for that fight. Mm. And you know, you could argue that Gustafson may have won that fight, but it was too close. 
too close for it to be like a clear cut decision. And mm. judges don't like that. Like we talked about this, I think a few days ago, where it was like the judges appreciate a narrative. Mm-hmm. And when John Jones fights, there's always a narrative of, is this guy going to stop John Jones? Is this True. guy going to knock John Jones out? And when you come in with that mindset, especially as a judge, and it doesn't happen, mm-hmm. like psychologically, you're just like, all right, John Jones won. Yep, championship rounds. Right. You got to give it to the champ yeah. for that one. And it's 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 un, it's an unfair thing. I know Ariel Hawani doesn't like, you know what, champion's advantage. You got to go for the head if you're going to try to take the yeah. throne, right? Yeah. Unless you go like, ooh, yeah, we mentioned this, uh, I believe, a few days ago, like, unless you're Cody Garbrandt versus Dominic Cruz. Yeah, right? which is like that, clear cut. <laughs> yeah. Cut but if you, if you do, like, I, I feel like, there were a lot more, like, let's say, uh, who was that? It was Leona Machida versus Shogun, right? That was a weird, yeah. like, he clearly won. Shogun won that fight. Yeah. Here, I guess you can argue that, you know, John Jones did score some of those rounds. But dominance, I just feel like he, I don't know, he he still has some question marks for me in that in that division. And uh, Dominic Reyes and now Jan Blahovich, like, being in there in the mix yeah. as the champ. That'd be a good fight. That'd be a good fight for John. It would be, but Izzy's gonna face him now. That's good. That's a good one too. That, that's a dope one. I, I I feel like people are kind of looking past Jan though. Like they want to see the the fight with Jones versus Izzy. Yeah, I want to see that too. That's a good one. That's a very exciting fight. Just because they built the rivalry so well, keyboard and, warriors. Dude, internet Izzy when he's in me like, masters. Yeah, when he's uh, when he's uh, in quarantine for two weeks, he's got nothing to do but uh, like rip on Paulo Costa. <laughs> just post one meme a day, <laughs> and rips on John Jones twenty four seven. Dude, it's hilarious. He it does, is hilarious. man. He's. I feel like okay with their back and forth. Who's who's winning that exchange? Because I feel like Izzy is living rent free in his head right now. One hundred percent. Izzy's winning that. Mm. I mean, like. John Jones put out a whole release as to why he's the GOAT after everyone said Khabib's the GOAT. Everyone's that's, living in John's head. Yeah, that's Everyone's true. living in John's head. And, and to what you said, it's like, it's, it's weird hearing a fighter say he's the GOAT when you yeah. want his, his actions to speak louder than his yeah. tweets, right? Yeah. That, that's for me also, it's like a sign of pettiness. I mean, John Jones is super petty, right? Yeah, he is. Just let, let Khabib have his moment. Let your fans fight for you. No. Nope. <laughs> fighting for him right no. now, dude. No! <laughs> I'm we fighting ta- for John. We were talking about John and how he how we he should just like just turn full heel already. And yeah, stop he should. just he should. For me though, I feel like that's still the appeal of him. Coming yeah. from someone that does not like him. I want to see him beat. And if he's still putting up this act, I would pay money to see someone beat him up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. If he turns full heel, he'll be like a Chael. He'll be like a Connor. Him having this duality, though, like being all like, yeah, that's that's a mark of a true heel. Like, oh. It's like, yeah, I'm I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I'm not a bad guy. I'm trying to be good. Yeah. Just be honest with yourself, man. No, I feel like, well, I would would say. Yeah, I would be okay if he did that, but if he still kept up this act, I feel like he'd put he'd get a lot of pay-per-view buys because he would. He's he would. not gaining any more fans doing that. Absolutely not. But you know, like in the in that he's also chasing greatness by going to heavyweight, which he is, is another yeah. factor for me as to why double champ status. Champ champ status, bro. And I feel like he, the, the two belts. He's going to he's going there because of, of DC. <laughs> despite yeah, despite DC because DC retired. Yeah, because DC said when he won the, the heavyweight belt in the UFC, he was like, "I finally have something that John Jones doesn't have," and now he's about to have it too. Okay, <laughs> but Stipe, he's gonna fight Stipe. Yeah, that that's a hard is, one. That's a hard fight, especially how Stipe moves and. John Jones, yeah, sure, has a chin, but mm. dang, Stipe can knock people. And, you know, you can even say that Stipe is in contention for heavyweight GOAT. Yeah. I mean, I think he has the most consecutive title defenses as a heavyweight. Yeah. It's a record. Yeah. Three is a record. Three is a record. Isn't that so crazy, that's, three? That's the baddest that's division. so crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Especially when Brock Lesnar held the belt. And yeah. that was, I don't know, they kind of hot potato it a little bit. Uh, especially, I uh, know they hot potatoed it when 
when who who beat Brock Lesnar again? It was a Brown Pride. Uh, um, the Terminator. oh, um, Cain Velasquez. Cain Velasquez. Yeah. He was so good in that fight, but. When he faced Junior Dos Santos, that's when the hot potato thing started happening, yeah. right? Got starched. Yeah, then they had to run it back. But I mean, that it, honestly, it's a stacked division. But it is. It's it's like kaiju's fighting, man. It's it's yeah. just like big rock'em sock'em robots. Because and John with, Jones going yeah. up there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, John Jones would bring, I guess, a, a different kind of sophistication to heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Because in heavyweight, these guys just want to knock each other out. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like, like not too much technicality in terms of how they fight. They just swing for the fences and hope for the best. They do, you know, yeah. like, if you watch every Nganu fight, it's just him swinging both his left and right arms. Over him too, Hoping man. that's going to land. Yeah. And they do. Mm-hmm. And when it does, they're slept. They go to sleep. Mm-hmm. You know? I think John could beat Stipe. I think he hasn't figured out. I feel like John would have Stipe figured out. Hmm. But if Stipe well, lands something, I think he, John could be out cold. Can you imagine the field date Izzy's going to have on John if he loses that fight and he's just going to be all over him? It, it, imagine being the only person on the planet hmm. that can say, I knocked out both DC and John Jones. Dude, dude, he would be goat status dude. immediately. Like, yeah, I wow. would put him on the goat. Yeah. Steve Being able to through... say you knocked out DC and John Jones? That's You know that's, how that's insane crazy. that is? That's insane. No one could say that. He'd no be one the could first. say that. He'd be yeah. the first ever to say that. Mm-hmm. That's mind-blowing. It is. It's pretty mind-blowing. And I can't wait, to be honest. Like... It, I it, I know Stipe is not one for trash talk, but I, yeah. I get hype with his fights. He's he's a great guy, and yeah. he's just an all around just great yeah. fighter. Him and Jones, I I would go for Stipe because again, I'm not the biggest John Jones fan. Even though yeah. if Stipe does win, it's not yeah. going to build that narrative. I feel like if Stipe does win, John Jones is forced back to retreat to the lightweight division, and yeah. he has to face Izzy. Yeah, with That's... with or without a title, but a title would be much better. Like especially if Izzy gets the title. And he'd be like, oh, I got your title. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Take it, take it, man. It's right over here. Come on, That's boy. what he'd do. That's yeah. what he'd do. He'd do that. Exactly. He would. He really would. He would dangle in front of John and try and bait him to come back. Mm-hmm. You know what Izzy would do? I feel like what he'd do is he'd treat that title like trash. And he'd yeah. just like throw it around and stuff. Like, no, John, He'd be like, this doesn't mean anything until I beat John Jones. Yeah, exactly. Right? Oh, you think oh. he'd do that? He'd, he'd do a gagey. He'd put it on the ground. <laughs> He's like, I, I want a real I, belt. Mm-hmm. Oh, John Jones. <laughs> but when John fights Stipe, mm-hmm. you know, no one, they're not going to push, push Stipe. Mm. The, the story is going to be how is John Jones going to fare at heavyweight? That's what the story mm. is going to be, no matter who he fights. Do you think that he needs a warm up fight before Stipe? Because I think Stipe is going to face Nganu first. I feel like he wouldn't need a warm-up fight just because he's fought he's fought DC man and DC's a big boy. Right. He's yeah, I mean he's true. like a shorter, but like he's a big boy. Thiago Santos is a big boy. Anthony mm. Smith, I think, used to be a heavyweight, right? I think so, yeah. I, I right? forgot Anthony Smith, that fight was great too. Yeah, he shot he shot Smith down. Mm. Shut him down completely. He did. Unfortunately, yeah, does. great fight. Yeah, it's just yeah, and and talking about like the goat stuff, looking past PED, but I think that's a big mark. That's a big asterisk yeah. in, in my book. But, huge, huge. But Especially the fact- with the story that he hit under <laughs> the octagon of his gym in a pool of his own piss. And you know, Izzy got that Hiding out from of him. Musada. Yeah, mm-hmm. Izzy did get it out of him. Man, he's Izzy. I would say is the goat when it comes to instigating stuff. He is. He is. He's pretty good. Izzy, I think, has studied the path to popularity very well. Yes. And I think he's doing it right. He's and doing it right. For me, he's not a bad guy, nor is he a good guy either. He's like yeah. in a weird gray spot. Yeah. Yeah. And that's because he's funny. He pokes fun at himself. You know, he knows that his fight with Yoel was like the worst ever, and he owns up to that. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think his fans still enjoy the Izzy trade. 
True. You know, because he's not making excuses. I, I, I'm honestly, I would tell everyone, I'm an Izzy Mark. I love the guy. He's yeah. pretty good. And he's very yeah. self-aware too and very critical. I feel like his jokester uh persona that's it it's just a it's just an aura he puts up but yeah. he's very intellectual and he's very yes calculating when it comes into a fight and he's treating it like an rpg mm. you know he's like leveling up gaining experience man i, I love that i love that mentality and like mm. you said he is very self-aware and that's really cool yeah, we got to have him on the pod, man. <laughs> I, I love how it's like, it's so easy for... Yeah, we got to oh, yeah. have him on the pod, dude. Let me, let me call him. Let me, hit, let me send him a let me, hit, let me hit him up. I'm pretty sure he's going to message you know, let, 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 let me send him an email. Mm-hmm. Dear Mr. Adesanya. <laughs> get all for all about Please it. check out our podcast. <laughs> we have over two viewers. Yeah. <laughs> There's one episode is out. Yo, Gabe, we can we can dream, right? Poch and Gabe could definitely dream, and like yeah. everyone's putting it out there, like you know, sending out good vibes. And I, yeah, I hope that the conversation that we had, it's there's ton more to come, dude. There's, there's so much events. There's a lot. There's, there's too much. It's too much to there's even too talk much. about. Mm-hmm. Everything is like at the tip of the uh, tip of the iceberg, pretty much. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's true. We're just mm-hmm. getting warmed up. Oh, dude, we do this all day. We're not in the championship rounds yet. No, we're not. Dude. We're doing the walkout. We're, 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 we're on, um, uh, if I was going to describe where we are with the podcast, I would say it's um, Dana White's Contender Series. We don't have a contract yet. We don't. We don't, we don't have any, like, our fight shorts are just, like, yeah. like there's nothing on there, man. But, yeah, our fight shorts are for, like, board shorts that we cut up. You know yeah, I mean? we don't even have a Reebok logo on it. We're, we're not even on Tough yet. We haven't even auditioned for Tough yet. Yeah, dude. This is Dana White's Contender Series. Mm-hmm. Man, speaking of look, Tough, it's coming back. It is, it is. I can't, I think it's Bantamweight. Who's, what's the weight class? You know, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I actually don't remember. I believe it's Bantamweight. I'd like I feel to like it's that. a good one. I think yeah. it's a good one. Mm-hmm. And especially now, dude, like, I really think MMA is thriving because it of is. what's going on in the world. Like, they're producing yeah. gangbuster shows and numbers. Yeah. And maybe, like, it gets bloated in the media, but I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't because everyone's just stuck at home and they want to see two people fight each other. Dana White was the first person to say, this is the new normal. Mm. He never said, let's wait for things to go back to normal. Like, as soon as it happened, he was like, how am I going to keep putting fights? Right, yeah. How am I going to keep paying everyone? You know, like, he's... I believe the UFC is the only sports organization not to let go of their staff. Wow. He's, that's he amazing. kept everyone. Yeah. He kept everyone. Dude, and also, he's employed us with this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Dana, thank you so much. I can't thank wait you. for my, my merch. <laughs> Uncle Dana, thank you. Like, let me, let me let's keep this going. Venmo. <laughs> Venmo. I got PayPal. Let's go. <laughs> dude, imagine if he like he sends us to Fight Island. Oh my God, that's the dream, dude. I, I was watching All Access, dude. It looks beautiful. Yeah. Yaz Island, man. Yeah. That's- you know what would be really cool? Because mm-hmm. like, you know how some countries hire their own commentating team for international sports? Ooh. That would be cool. happening? It was happening to me, two of us, yeah. to us, yeah, Gabe Potch. Yeah. I'm putting it out there. I'm putting it out there. Yo, anyone up there? <laughs> the guy upstairs? You heard that. Mm-hmm. MMA gods, I'm praying to you now. Make it happen. Yeah, make it we'll happen. have we'll have the most color without. We need we need a we need I'm a the new Mike like, Goldberg. Oh, you'll be the soundbite guy. <laughs> yeah. What does John Attic say? Um. He, he, the drink, he, the drink. What's the drink that is sponsored? Nemiroff. There we go. Nemiroff. Bold Brought to you by. <laughs> yeah, I love he, that. But I would, I would say, like, uh, as their closing thoughts. Yeah, John Anik, like, he doesn't. Repeat. Closing thoughts already. I, dude, it's 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 an hour. Are we gonna go for more? This is gonna be the championship rounds oh, of the. Shoot. Yeah, is this gonna be a championship rounds of the episode? That's amazing. That's a fifty-nine. Wow. Yeah, you know what they say, right? Time is fun when you're having flies. <laughs> that's like you had me there dude i was yeah, like what like, what <laughs> this guy say i mean you just, you just pulled the Diego sanchez on me dude i did i did oh yeah <laughs> like can we see one of your yes cartwheels no <laughs> like, uh, okay oh God, that's funny dude that's funny uh, you got me yeah. just like i got you with artem lobob you did i was like 
is this is this for real? Did he smoke something? <laughs> like was <laughs> I was ready for so much of your John Jones point. I know, dude. But <laughs> That's funny. Hey, we should do an episode where we talk about best fights to watch if you're a new fan. Ooh, you know right? what I would put up there? I put a lot of Korean zombie fights up there. I would put up Doohu Choi versus Cub Swanson. <gasps> Dude, a Cub Swanson right? fight. You know it's a banger. Yeah, for sure. That's a good one. I haven't I, I should really watch that one, but I know it's a good one. Yeah. Honestly, we have so much to talk about, dude. Yeah. It's such a little time, only an hour, and we've only met each other like a week ago, and it's already exactly like this. a week ago. Mm. Exactly a week ago. Yeah. So we hope you enjoyed your commute to work. <laughs> <laughs> we hope that you're not laughing at your desk right now if you're working from home. Your productivity level is still high up there. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Any closing thoughts about this goat argument? I mean, Absolutely. Not an argument, but discussion. Discussion, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Closing final words, I guess I would say no, Khabib is not the goat. Yet. <laughs> not yet. I want to see him fight Connor one more time. Okay, fine. Here's my wish list. Here's my wish okay, list. Okay, let's hear it. Tony Ferguson, Connor rematch, and a jump up in weight. Wow. If he does yeah, that and succeeds, <laughs> <laughs> so it could be if you're listening, mm-hmm. if you want me, mm-hmm. Gable headed to tell you that you <laughs> are the GOAT, that is my wish list, man. Dude. That's my wish list. Khabib will at you, sir. I'm Khabib. sure he will. I'm sure he will. For me, I think he's still in the conversation of being in the uh, uh, being a GOAT. I think yeah. Tony Ferguson or like a uh, Conor McGregor fight would solidify that. Yeah. I just think, man, dude, 29 wins flawless. Like he is one of the goats from, if I not think, the goat, he's I, one I of the can, goats. I can agree with you that he can be in the conversation. He absolutely can be. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, he can. But in terms of like getting the title as the mm-hmm. goat, no way. And I, I see what you're saying about him being unquestionable. Cause there's still a lot of what ifs in his yeah. career. Yeah. And you know what? I'm I'm gonna call it like I don't think this is the last we'll see of Khabib. No, it was a very. It, it's it never say never. If it, if it is, I respect that. But like, give him some time to walk away. Yeah. Give him some time yeah. to just process everything. But he's a fighter through and through, and I yeah. know that'll eat at him. And he'd want to like, you know what? These guys they're scrapping it, and I I feel like I could I could one up them. <clears throat> and when that time comes, I'm sure he'll be in shape and he'll be good to go. Um. Yeah, I think that's gonna happen. He's gonna come back. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna sit at twenty nine and zero, just like Floyd couldn't sit at forty nine and zero. That's true. Mm-hmm. Khabib's gonna want that nice round thirty. Yep. But I'll tell you oh. what, it's mm-hmm. never gonna happen. Oh, <laughs> calling it, Gabe. It's never gonna happen. Man, you're just tempting fate right now. We're gonna quote back to this episode when we're hanging out with Dana White and be like, "Oh, Gabe, Dana, man. listen to this. Listen to this, dweeb, bro." <laughs> <laughs> that was him before. Look at us now, <laughs> top commentators of the Philippines. Look at that. <laughs> That's funny, man. That's funny. Yeah, we'll I feel like he'll make it to thirty. He'll make it to thirty. Mm-hmm. Fine, he'll make it to thirty, but he'll be thirty and one. Ooh, who's the yeah. one? Conor McGregor, bro. Oh, <laughs> clean. I had to say it. You had Not to end this on. Up. You had to end it on a on a on a. Oh, it's that Conor simp. Uh, exactly. Note, didn't you? I I know when Conor's gonna win. I know when he's gonna lose. He loses when his hair is like messed up, <laughs> and he wins when his hair is fixed. You're showing his hand, dude. Hey, his hair was pretty messed up. Well, no, the Chad Mendes fight. He got busted open. So yeah, he did. Yeah. Every dominant performance, Conor McGregor has had a fantastic haircut. Wow. So it's all about the hair. If you look back, look back after this, after we record, look back and you'd be mm-hmm. like, holy crap. Wow. That's turning me into Alex theory. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> conspiracy theories here and there. Yeah. But I promise mm-hmm. you, when you look back, it'll be like, holy crap. Mm, that he could be an episode right. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be. Gabe, tell the future. <laughs> Call dude, haircuts make a difference. They do, dude. It's aerodynamics. <laughs> yeah, he needs it. He needs it. Was it? What did he always quote when he won against Aldo? Like, accuracy beats power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, accuracy what? beats power. Of course, you timing beats speed. <laughs> <laughs> One punch is. These, all these are the need. fundamentals. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you are in the church of Conor McGregor, sir. I am, dude. I am. I'm, I got a candle with his face on it. Jesus, I'm, just I'm not surprised. I, <laughs> I got a bunch of Conor McGregor. 
And you know what? I actually, uh-huh. um, I have Proper 12 merch that I won Ooh, from the really? Proper 12 raffle on Instagram. Look at that. So if there's any okay. indication as mm-hmm. to why I continue to be a Connor fan, I was chosen. Ooh. My P12. <laughs> yeah. Man, I, I Connor- got another story you want to tell, but like we can close it and I can tell you. Oh, yeah, for sure. Or actually, no, save it for the next one. Oh, yeah, we can save it for the next one. Yeah, but you know, on that note, that just teases everyone to our next episode. So, exactly. ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of Gabe and Poch, this has been In Between Rounds. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next round. Boom. That's a good one. I like yeah, that I one. Thought, I, I just thought of that. Yeah. So, but we could end it right there. Boom. Perfect. Yo, thanks right. to everyone for listening. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Between Rounds, baby. Mm-hmm. Future is bright. Put your shades on. Cut that out. That's lame.